2: Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. I feel so good. I just got one little question. Wow, who's feeling horny? So mm-hmm. I am, because I saw Rita Wilson, who may or may not have had COVID, <laughs> and was in the theater, filled with people, and watched a slow jam concert sometime in February. Oh, we actually found the only human on Earth that is there for the right reasons, and turns out that's a boring reason to be on a television program. I am feeling so, it's so horny on this Thursday afternoon. Just so excited. There's so much sexual tension. Rocking it out to listen to your heart. The most amazing edition. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose. My name is Arta Marine coming to you me, you from my bougie garage in Silver Lake, California. I am so excited. Guys, we made it. We made it to the end of the amuse-bouche of The Bachelor World, a six-episode jaunt called Listen to Your Heart. With us, our first guest today is a woman who didn't really want to go on this journey with us, but she agreed to go on it at the beginning of the season, and then she was already on the train, and her bags were already packed, and she was like, I've got a nice Tom Ford foundation. I may as well put it on, and I'm curious to see if her feelings have changed. You know her from The View. You know her from her radio show at SiriusXM. I know her as a woman I had one of the most fun nights with this year. She was like a magical lighthouse that brought Eddie Murphy to us. (laughs) It's true. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the funniest people I know, Michelle
4: Collins. Hi, everybody. Oh, what a treat to be back. Thank you, Arden, for having me. At some point in time, we were in a crowd
3: talking to Eddie Murphy.
4: And, (laughs) and, you know, you say that it's because of me, but I will go to my grave saying it's because of you, because you were talking to Keegan.
3: Yeah. Michael it C. was a one-two. Uh, we had the – we were a good tag team. Like we, uh, I got him lured over because I was talking to Keegan. But then he, he was so enchanted. He was he enchanted stayed. by me. It's true. He, he he came for the Kigs. He stayed for the Collins. Let's be
4: real. <laughs> um, it's, that was also the night I gave my number to Giancarlo Esposito who never yes.
3: called. Funny story. You know what? Yeah. He was so up in your business in a fun way that, but it almost felt like if he did call, you would have had a crazy lost weekend. Something you know what I mean? (laughs) Like it would have been. I would have been the next Natalie
4: Wood. Is what you're trying to say?
3: And you know what? It It would have been worth it. It would have been me. worth it. Yeah. There was the, you had, I, some nights on earth we have pheromones. And that was a night that, for whatever reason, and it was a joy to witness. I felt I, I executed my wing woman position perfectly. <laughs> oh, you were the best. And Thank you. anytime, anytime, yeah. I will do a rent the runway and I will get full face <laughs> and I will go anytime. Speaking of, My full face, my rent the one way. Speaking of, my new friend, I'm going to say, in 2020. Now, I knew him because we we covered his season of The Bachelor here. We covered his season of Paradise here. But now, like, I've been hanging out with him on his podcast, and I'm so happy to have him here with us. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of The Vile Files and Ask Nick, Nick Vile.
5: Thanks for having me.
3: Oh, my God. Thank you so much for being here.
5: So I'm so – I'm honored to be here. You know, it's okay. I've had you on my podcast, and now I feel like, you know, I'm giving you the tour of my house, and now I'm getting yeah. the the tour of, of of your world. So, well,
3: get ready. It is. It is. It's a little mischievous. Mm-hmm. It's silly. Fine. Um, and we of course have with us Anna and Katie. Hello. I mean, overall, I gotta just say, uh, and, I'll, and I'll take us through the episode. but I mean, like, I was so disappointed last night i was i oh i was so like just i've never wanted to lose my dignity and beg somebody to stay in my life or on television when i realized matt was gonna rob me of two songs from rudy i just wanted to be like bro bro just like just you don't even need to win just just to entertain me with two more songs that when i realized what was happening i i i i I really had to take a minute to myself. Were you guys on the same page as me? Nick.
5: Uh, Yeah, it was a weird thing to uh, realize that, you know, Matt and uh, Rudy were going to be going home. And I think most people's reaction uh, was like, well, we don't get to watch them sing. Because, you know, Bree and and Chris were the most in love. And and you could argue the most talented. But uh, Matt and Rudy were clearly the, if you're looking at both, uh, stage presence and, and musical ability, they were by far in the way the most fun to watch, right? Mm. Like, you may not, like, be falling in love with their connection, but who gives a shit? Like, when you watch, like, we watch Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, and we don't really care if they're actually in love. It's just, like, fun to pretend that they are. Like, right? Like, that doesn't matter.
3: I mean, and she had a really good point, and we'll get to it, but she had a good point that she was like, yeah, I have never, like, the whole time on stage, I- I- I've been where I've been at, so... We can't just do these – like sh- you could see her wrapping her head around like, oh my god, beca- you- because you're not ready to put a ring on it, you won't sing these two songs with me. And this goes back to he's the f- – he was the person who got out of the car and did not know who Chris Harrison was, which is sort of fun. But I think he really thought maybe that he had to like get engaged or something. Like I think he took it really seriously. Michelle, yeah. when you realized that Matt was pulling the ejector cord, mm. how did you feel? Well, you know, I've always had a thing where I
4: don't trust people whose eyes are too close together. It's been something <laughs> I tell everybody. When the eyes are only an inch apart, I I pull back a little bit. And he had um, – he was a near
5: cyclops,
4: which for me was a problem from the get-go.
3: And I'm I get more I, freaked out when they're wide or like shark eyes. Can I, just, shark I don't like to, that either. Yeah, go on. That's Nick. making
5: <laughs> me a little insecure because after I got engaged to Vanessa, the first thing she Uh-oh. told me is that my eyes were kind of close together, which was yeah, like revealing – was revealing, revealing to me, but now I'm just like self conscious about it. Wait a minute, that it.
3: was the first thing she said after you got engaged.
5: I, within the first That's two love. hours. Uh um, no,
3: by the way, I mean, again, good, she wasn't Dick.
5: she wasn't you trying should... to say it to be mean. She was, you know, we all tell bad jokes sometimes. I certainly do all the time. But well, uh, you should, I certainly let
4: me say this hold on that you should feel good and secure because if I said it knowing that you're on this podcast and I'm looking at you, then clearly they're not too close together because I would have felt no. self conscious.
3: Gotcha. Honestly, you know what? I have to back up Michelle that if, if she had said it and I would be like, whoa, 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 there's close side Nick. Don't <laughs> say that, Michelle. There's no part of Cyclops you. Cyclops that-
5: Nick is on this podcast. Yeah. What do you think?
3: No, I might be a silly girl, but ultimately I'm a people pleaser and I want to be a good host and I wouldn't oh. want to bring somebody on to. So there's no part of you that, to me, has close eyes. I think you can eliminate that from your brain. Okay. okay. If, you- if nothing else, you-, you came on this. Yeah, you don't have that. There's a You've long never- list of. Sorry, go
5: on. That's I don't you know what I don't want to make this about me or my looks. Let's, well, let's, let's focus. Well, it's far for that. Yeah, let's far <laughs> too late for
4: that. It's already happened. So let's focus uh, no. on
5: Matt. But yeah, so you don't so you don't like Matt is what you're saying.
4: I, I I think here's the truth. I think Rudy was dumb and I think Matt was dumb. Rudy was dumb because she was really getting feelings for this guy who clearly was not feeling them back, and it was hard to watch. It she felt a little bit immature to me in the way that she handled it. And was she talented by far? Was she the craziest one by far? That is why we wanted her to go to the end, because she was entertaining. And then when that didn't happen, it was like, well, what the F have I been watching for five weeks? This weird fake competition about who can stare each other down more on stage.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a production problem, really.
3: I I couldn't believe that they – i I know they enjoyed getting the weeping behind the bathroom door, which is always fun, and I know they enjoy- but I feel like they should have paid double to have a producer throw their body in front of Matt and somehow <laughs> talk him in just for the stage charisma alone to force them to do those two songs,
5: yeah, but at the same time, like it's the finale, so they needed it to be down to two in a sense, and so they needed a you know you still got listen.
3: But they took out the bad. They took out the fun act. You know what? On All job. that
5: matters is that you cared, and I did. the fact I did that care. you were mad means they did their job, right? Like, dude,
3: Nikki Glaser was texting me from Missouri, yeah. enraged, and her parents were enraged, and they thought that Matt was being a dumb dumb, and that he should have just. Sung Matt song was
5: definitely it. not being a dumb dumb. Matt was, you know, this was a classic case of guy sensing that girls way into him. And then yeah. like, he's here, like kind of like to the point of, you said like, this guy didn't even know who Chris Harrison is. So he hears the word fantasy suite. He's brave me. Right. He's been heard enough to be like, you know what happens in fantasy suites? They lay fucking windmills, buddy. Like you need to like step up, you know? Yeah, you do. And he was just like, I did this girl super into me. She's super cool. I respect the hell out of her. When a guy says that to you and you're a girl, like he does not want to have sex with you. And so he was super worried about like having sex with her and then being called an asshole. So he'd rather be called an asshole by Rudy before he sleeps with her rather than after.
3: Okay, so yeah, we had a, a theory last... Yeah. We had a theory last week that they did it in the haunted motel, which is why she got extra cray at the rehearsal. The theory was that they 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 humped like near near Victorville, near the bottle ranch and that haunted motel. And then the next day he was like, oh, my God, what did I do? And she's they're acting all weird at rehearsal because they because they did it. That was my I theory. thought this was common knowledge that they had. No, back. I actually was sure
4: no. that they had slept together because the next morning. It was like bedhead, you know, like the must-up hair for her. Yeah. She had that, yes. the look of total release that we're also familiar yeah. with. I felt like she really,
6: <laughs>
5: to me. I, listen, it's possible I given the fact yeah. that like this this show is a little closer to like say paradise where like you don't, yeah. you don't need the fancy suite to like for have sure. sex in that world. That being said, like what has Matt shown us? Like he's, he's a little skeptical of this world. He's a little nervous. He's a little uh, self-conscious about it. And so he was just like, "I'm not having sex with anyone." Like, there's cameras everywhere. Like, you're, this fear yes, of he like.
4: Definitely th- did.
5: No, he like, I no. Feel like he did
3: it, he, I feel like he did it, and then was like, "Oh my god, what did I do?" And now, I, and now she's no. all over me, and now we're at a shaggy concert, no, and Matt, no. like.
5: No, Listen, this is nothing against Rudy, but she said like day one or episode one, she's like, I fall fast. I fall hard. She, I think she referred to herself as a little crazy, which is totally yeah. fine. So I'm simply saying, like, I don't think she had to, you know, get some dick to get crazy. I think she was capable of being this way without it. Like, I think doesn't that doesn't
4: hurt. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. It doesn't it hurt. hurt. But that's not into things. It's the uh, yeah. it's the spark you get a into
5: the gas. Exactly. Also, keep in mind, she's being constantly asked by everyone. Do you think Matt likes you? Do you think he doesn't like you? And like uh, they're just
3: she's just getting driven nuts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like We haven't had in the moments, Michelle. Yeah. You and I haven't had in the moments. Can we
4: ask? <laughs> that's true. Can we ask a question, or can I ask a question? How do you think the show was pitched to these contestants? Though, do you think it was sold to them? As a singing competition for single people where they're date, they're going to date or as a show where they're going to find love and also sing. Cause I think it was pitched as a singing competition. And this guy got, uh, I think a little bamboozled when it came to what ended up happening.
3: That's like, a good question. I don't know.
4: Cause it wasn't about the singing at all. They were not judged on their singing. They were judged on their chemistry. You know,
3: Anna, can you look up? I feel like there were ads. Didn't they have ads for it or, or like the, the equivalent of the crazy ads that they're fishing with Claire Crawley yeah. right now? Look like, it up. I feel that there were ads just as they ran ads with the seniors that they were trying to cast. I feel like I saw an ad for it of what they were fishing for. By the way, I still can't handle the Claire ads, the Claire ads. I that, can't do it. I can't Dude, do that. if you are the Bachelorette, and like they're literally not, making it be cool. like, it's not cool. It's like it, like this beautiful woman. They're like, come on, your great aunt Shelly needs love too. It's like frozen like girls
4: ads for own TV or like for uh, yeah. our time. It's yeah. just everything about it is yeah. so Perryman. Uh, yeah. it's like
5: listen, Claire's thirty nine, <laughs> so don't dress her like a twenty two year old. But she yeah. she is beautiful. She looks very young. Dressed her like a like a like a mature twenty nine year old, not like a forty five fifty year old.
3: It's like a forty five year old like bordello. It's like a madam, <laughs> like a bordello. Jackie Collins. It's like she was the baddest madam in the west. It looks you know, like but a photo of
5: like too. some like western movie. Yeah, she, it looks like a photo of like she's a character in an old western movie at a yeah. saloon. She,
3: she runs a brothel yeah. like. Sweet, sweet Mama Claire. Sweet Mama Claire needs love too. You know, with with the blur, there's like a
4: blur over the letters. Even the letters aren't crisp. Like the edges are bleeding out. Like her lipstick on her wrinkled lips. It's (laughs) all
3: exactly. It's as if if she's been smoking like three packs a day, and they just put Vaseline all over. Her, like, beautiful face <laughs> all over the lettering. They just no, smeared it on the font, like, everything. It sucks,
5: speaking, of, speaking of Nikki Glaser, like, at the first episode, and I had her on my podcast to recap it, she was just like, why are they doing this to her? Like, why? Yeah. It's like they're begging for guys to, like, listen, they do this yeah. for everyone, but you combine that photo with the fact that it's like it comes across as, like, please, anyone, anyone. anyone. And
3: they're literally calling her old in the ad. All right, you guys, I'm taking... So here we are. We're at the start of Listen to Your Heart finale. We're not taking the... Why would we drive the buses that we rented from from Vegas to Nashville when we can fly? So they fly to Nashville. And um, somebody emailed us that... Jamie's all excited that she's home. But somebody emailed us that they rented her their place and that she moved there last summer. So she's actually only lived in Nashville since last summer, according to one of our listeners. Mm. Um Trevor's plan is to move to Nashville because Jamie's there. Let's talk about that for a hot second.
5: Did, did he say because it. Jamie's there? Or? He was
3: saying – he said my plan – she says that he, his plan is to move to Nashville because she lives there. I don't buy it. Do you buy it?
5: Uh, no. I mean, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> Trevor's already did, broken up
3: with Jamie. Okay. Oh, no. That's yeah. what Nikki wanted to know. Anna. You just sent me the thing. What did it say? What does the ad say for the Bachelor? Um, This is for the how they pitched it.
7: It says single or seeking single singer musicians for new ABC dating show synopsis. Are you a single musician looking for love? And it says yeah, people who are ready to find love, all ethnicities.
4: By the way, I thought you said magician, and I would also watch that show if they had single magician. She started
3: to say magician, and I got excited.
4: (sighs) <sighs> so, be a better magicians. show be by
6: the like, way the if, addition- guys have, yeah. if you guys
3: have never been to the Magic Castle in Los Angeles oh, where you oh. have to like be able, to be a member, you have to be able to execute a magic trick and it 's the most amazing thing and you 've never been i 'm sorry but you 've never been in a room with so many like adult male virgin <laughs> <Like, laughs> it's the horniest room and then you get like the weird magic groupies that are there to like That you can tell these ladies at the bar like only bone magicians I did go on a date there once and I made out in the sleight of hand room so there we go. <gasps> wow mm-hmm.
4: did he yeah. have a
3: satin dragon robe on? Cause they do he love had a satin robe on yeah. mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> with the dragon he in the pulled
3: back a, he, pulled, he pulled a rabbit out of my <laughs> pants no I was very drunk and it was fun but there we go um, okay, so they go and they're like, "Okay." Chris Harrison comes in. He says, "There's going to be fantasy. There's going to be fantasy suites." And at this point, you better be on the same page. And cut to Matt in a full panic. And they're at the Hermitage Hotel, which is futsy And they're like, "It's really classy." Nixon stayed here. There was it was the least sexy hotel. It felt very elegant, but like very grand. It was like doing it amidst your grandmother's doilies. Nothing says sex like a place that Richard Nixon slept in. Mm.
5: Yeah, weird flex, right?
3: <laughs> it feels like Nashville's such a cool town. I'm like, this is the oddest choice of lodging. Would you want to get in the bone zone in the Hermitage, Michelle?
4: Me? Well, you know what? Yeah. I, I reek of class. I think everyone on this uh, podcast can agree. So I would 100%. And, and given that like, it's been, what, two months since we've been locked up, I yeah. would um, I pretty much have sex anywhere. I, uh, you know, the LaGuardia <laughs> Hilton... Uh looks real nice these days. So, yeah, I would.
5: I would. Nick? Uh, well, I, yeah, I mean, clearly I've shown that, that anywhere. <laughs> like, I don't,
3: I don't like I That's think. True. Thank that's. Me. I mean, you're. There I mean, was just something. I was like, it was so. It felt very old fashioned. I'm like, this is so strange. Well, so I mean, again, that- like,
5: again, I, I feel like I'm, I'm defending or you know, giving away trade secrets here, but like that's clearly the hotel going to the show, being like, this is what we'd like you to say about our hotel.
3: Right. Yes. Um, yes.
5: So it's always had- it's always weird that then like then the the producers will go to like the cast members, be like, so could you. You just remind the audience that Nixon uh, hung out here, and then like Trevor, who's like never heard of Nixon. Maybe he's just like who? So like yeah, this like amazing president, you know?
3: Oh yeah, he was great. He was the best president we had. Who all right? Um, So then we see Matt in full spin out, and he whispers, "We have to talk after." And Rudy's like, "After what?" He's like, "Everything." So we see him like pacing the hallway, freaking out, full panic attack, and um. And they get Unchained Melody. Chris Chris gets that, and oh. they're all excited. I know. I mean. Such a Michelle. annoying song.
4: I, you know what I say? Chain that melody. I'm over it. <laughs> they, need to the <laughs> they need to chain the melody.
3: They need to chain the melody. I have to say Ghost. The Ghost oh. Pottery scene did that song in. Um, it, it just was watching Rudy and Matt spin out and she's hiding under the pillows and everybody else is rehearsing and she's dying slowly and then he he climbs in he's like do you want to sit on the couch she's like getting to know you's been amazing you know i love getting to sing with you and i believed this was the most amazing musical experience but i'm hearing this stuff from Chris Harrison it's hard for me that we're not at the same level i'm going to feel like an idiot but i can't get there and and i don't want you to resent me and he tapped out and i just yeah. I couldn't believe he robbed us of the songs. Um,
4: I, mean, I don't know, Nick, what do you what do you think? I, I was already over the show, so for this to happen, I was like, all right, let's just let's just get to the end. I think let's just uh, see, see who the judges are.
5: I I, I again I think uh it had more to do with uh Matt was just living in fear at that point. He just wanted out.
3: I was so confused about the fantasy suite thing because it felt like they were giving everyone like it felt like people were staying in hotel rooms together and then like it didn't get no, it. but you Nick. know,
5: like Chris Harrison's really good at his job, right? Like he's yes. very good at walking in and out of nowhere, like like putting a level of like weight on every situation. And it's almost yeah. like I loved how it's it was kind of funny. I think it was like Brandon in the middle of the season. It was like episode three where Chris was like, everything's changing. And everyone's like, we just got here. And the look of yeah. confusion on Brandon's face where Chris Harrison's yeah. like, you need to decide if you're in love right now. And yeah. it, you know, but Chris is good at his job. So he comes in there and like, everyone's just like, Hey, are you ready? to? Are you ready to move forward? Are you ready to make this commitment? And then you always have like people like Jamie or whatever in this world being like, fuck yeah, man, I am ready to die for this person. And then you have the person like Matt, who's just like, what is going on here? Like, do I need to like... You know, like he's that, – that, that's what you see Matt doing. Also keep in mind like the pacing of Matt might have been him walking for 30 seconds.
3: Yeah, that's true. You know,
5: like they make it seem like it was a nine-hour like marathon for Matt, but it's entirely possible. He was like, you know, really thirsty and couldn't <laughs> get a Coke and like decided to like walk in circles and pace like we all do sometimes. And like that right, turned right. into – And uh, they can you know, edit it in. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's got to feel terrible when you see your edit and you're like, wait, no, no. What did you do? I know it's a weird thing because Jamie clearly has watched The Bachelor. She knows the game. She's all in. She's so young. And he's a dude from Milford, Connecticut, who's like a good musician who probably just plays bar gigs up and down the East Coast. It's like, what is happening here? Why did I not pick American Idol? Uh,
5: Yeah, well, Trevor did. Oh, my God.
3: Dude, Trevor. Okay, so. Wait, can I ask a question? You yes. guys
4: think Ryan Seacrest had a stroke on Sunday or not? Let's talk about that. Uh,
5: I, I I saw a post saying he did not, and I was like, "What? I didn't know that." Do you? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. What did
4: it look? Did it look like he did? So you guys, like, I saw the screen grab of it on the Daily Mail, and it stuck with me for till my dying day. One eye was the size of a dinner plate, and one was just like a coin slot, and then his little <gasps> face, and uh, he slurred his words. I don't think he had a stroke because he would have passed out. But he looked like a, a still from Ren and Stimpy. Like he didn't look normal.
3: So I'd like to know maybe wow. the money I hope is
4: he's okay. getting to him. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Listen.
3: Oh my god. It was okay. I and Michelle and I were talking earlier, we're almost at the season finale of Below Deck Sailing Yacht, and I got to tell you, I, I loved watching the guests have snorting cocaine and oh. then paddling like a madman around uh, the Greek islands, just flying oh. on coke. I could watch that for hours. Now, here's a
4: show I can get behind, Below Deck Sailing Yacht, the best. For it was great. For up, up guests up it. Guest. it was phenomenal. It was such Nikki a good would episode. Love it.
3: <laughs> There's so <laughs> it much great. cocaine, and they and the Foley artists added in audio. Whenever somebody would close the door, you would just hear. <laughs> it was amazing, and then you, and then they would show them quickly paddling on paddle boards. And, like incredible. laughing
4: wildly while they're just paddling yeah, like, out oh, m- the best.
3: Manically paddling. Okay, Ooh. so but, okay, so bye bye, Rudy and Matt. So now we're down to Chris and Bree, and we're down um, to Jamie and Trevor. Let's start. Why don't we start with Jamie and Trevor? So Jamie and Trevor, they go into their fantasy suite. They've got the fur rug, and you know he has all he—he's dangerous for a girl like Jamie, who's young, because he knows because he looks nice. He feels like he feels like the hot but attainable, like the cute guy at your high school that's not even. Yeah, he's, he's like the school. second yeah. hottest guy at your high school. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not the number one hottest guy at your high school, but he's the second hottest guy at your high school. And he seems nice, which is an, – and I totally believe that he is the dirty dog that he's been portrayed to. I feel like he's dangerous for that uh, for a girl.
5: It's funny because, like, a lot of the feedback I've gotten from producers about him is, like, they're not sure. And I, Listen, I, oh. I I think the, you know, he's just a fucking guy, you know? he's uh, He's not the – there certainly can be a lot worse than him, but yeah. he's a type of guy, and I'm always critical of where he just try, he's trying so hard to seem like the great guy that won't do this. Yes, and that's what makes it makes him kind of douchey about it because he's trying so hard to be so sweet and just I'm just um, like here for the right reason, and he's just a guy who likes to fuck a little bit, and that's totally. Fine, right? It's totally fine. Um, but like when Jamie's like, "I'm falling in love with you," he doesn't hesitate by saying, in a really sincere way, "I'm falling in love with you too." I and know. he doesn't like her at all. Like no. deep down, like he no. knows this isn't gonna like work out. But he conv- hes really good at convincing himself of his own bullshit. And like that's kind of where he's shitty. Is he a terrible yeah. human being? No. But he's just like kind of like that in between kind of like. He's really good at bullshitting himself and then therefore bullshitting. And you're right. like He's like a nightmare for someone like Jamie.
4: But I have she's to say, she's Michelle. really, sorry to interrupt you, Arden. She's really done no, 21 years old. This is the time where she has to go out with guys like that. Like I think this is yeah. a great lesson. Yeah. It was great. on TV, fine. But it's like, she's in Muppet baby. She'll, she'll move on. But he, yeah, she's shitty 100%. But you know what? She's also annoying as shit. So in my opinion, they deserved each other. Arden, take
3: it away. She's annoying. She, I will say, not to be the creepiest person on earth, her boobs are resplendent. Oh my! They were, I, they, they, they were spectacular. oh my God. I know her boobs were spec. And I was like, I gotta get a, I gotta get a great push-up bra. I, I have them. I never put them out there, like, I but have I have them.
5: Honestly, I, have em. I didn't notice. The only thing I did notice was my face. You did
3: not notice her incredible boobies. You were a liar. They were these amazing titties. You did not notice those amazing titties. I
5: honestly did not notice because I was so drawn in by Jamie giving relationship advice to literally everyone else because Uh, she thought her relationship was so perfect. Like I I just loved that. It was great.
3: Okay. Let's talk about (laughs) I want to nominate for an Emmy. The montage. So they've been on their like hump fest all night, like full bone zone. They're on their like, like fur blanket and then in the morning even though no one has ever eaten on the Bachelor franchise they have this full spread of like donuts and French toast and like and then meanwhile we have sweet probably Mormon Brie and Chris who've politely had their water and then gone to their separate rooms having the most awkward interaction after their terrible rehearsal. He's in a giant scarf. They're in their limousine. (laughs) Awkwardly, silently like the the montage between their limo ride and the two of them in robes like post like all night like fuck fest feeding each other donuts was incredible. It felt almost like Bachelor in Paradise editing. Michelle?
4: Uh, Could not agree with you more. Bree and Chris to me (sighs) How do I put this? They, like, beetle my vagina shut. You know what I'm saying? They, like... They're so, like, <laughs> churchly. I don't know how to explain them or what their deal is. they just I like them. They're nice people. Really nice people. Me but too. chemistry-wise, for a show Dude. that is literally judging people by chemistry, for me, I was not feeling it, but I guess I'm not Rita Wilson. Nick Arden, take it away.
5: Uh, Nick. Yeah, I mean... Very, like, here's the thing. I, I, at first, I was confused by this whole, like, I don't think we should go to the fantasy suite. And then I thought to yeah. myself, I understand that people have sex in the fantasy suite, but a lot of people don't. So, like, why aren't you going into the fantasy suite just to, like, shoot the shit and get to know each other more? Right. However, then I forget that, like, in this world, it's not like Bachelor or Bachelorette world, where they've been, like, hanging out constantly. Like, this is not like you've had eight minutes in nine weeks with this person. So So they're just kind of like... And so my guess is, Bree. Does Brie have, have a daughter? Not that that really necessarily no, matters. Okay, but, she I do, have a, but I do. We looked at – We think she. she I self, think she
3: did. Yeah. I think she grew up in a Mormon house, and maybe she so, didn't have to explain it to her family. There you go. That's right. What it was. So
5: to me, to me, it very much looked like I just need. I don't want people to think that I spent the night with this person because I. Like that. I yeah, me too. And so I don't yeah. know. So that I, I'm just me like too. I was logically like just kind of go into the logistics of it. Um, so my guess is that's why it wasn't as big of a deal because in other times I was just like, dude, how could you pass up this opportunity to like actually talk for the first time? But you you get that opportunity in like in paradise, right? And, and so, yeah, I mean, listen, they're sweet. They're nice. Definitely boring, not great TV, but they're very good and they're sincere. And I did enjoy listening to them sing. Me too. I did. I I I would get a little choked up. I mean, I will admit that I I didn't Uh, feel nothing.
3: I wow. have to say, OK, so they want to get married. They want to have kids. They want to have a studio in their house. They want to go touring. Let's get to the – we'll take a break. and we will come back, we'll get to the performance.
4: What is your fantasy?
0: You. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast. To live and die in L.A.
3: All we, we did not see Jamie and Trevor rehearse, right? Or did I just like black out and miss it? We didn't ever see them rehearse with the band, right? They were just too busy in their robes eating donuts. Sure. Yeah. Um, so then they go to this venue and we have, we have Tay Diggs. We have Jewel who looks fantastic, I have <gasps> she to say. looks.
4: I, I'm, I'm moving into a van. I have to go live she, in a van. She looks so good.
3: She looked so good, her oh like, all of it she looked fantastic, and the she teeth, was so the elegant, the cheek, oh, so the hair, the skin, all of it um and then we have, oh, and then we have Caitlin and uh what's his name, who's so sweet Jason Jason.
5: <laughs> He's so <laughs> sweet. Like, very yeah. much.
3: He's so sweet. They're so cute. And then as Nikki Glazer texted me, Rita Wilson, who kind of looks like the ghost of Caitlin Future, like down mm-hmm. the line, they kind of look alike. They could be like mother-daughter Caitlin and Rita side-by-side side last night. So here we are. We're at the – I have to say I did like the music part of this. I liked the band backup. I liked all the stringed instruments. I liked – I was – but I was sadly missing – uh Rudy and Matt and we have so up first is Jamie and Trevor and they do Unchained Melody and what somebody tweeted at us like it was so sad that like the his falsetto was supposed to be the big moment and like nobody cared (laughs) it was I felt confused every time because they were perfectly good and perfectly cute but watching them I thought you can't send this on tour like I will say Chris and Brie are beautiful to watch like it, it didn't? Jamie and Trevor feel like the cute couple in high school that got to do the spring concert together. I don't know, Michelle. Um, uh,
4: what are you asking me if I cared about? Anybody did they on?
3: feel? Did they feel like they were like? Did they feel like pro level performers? Jamie no, and
4: Trevor? No, Jamie to me felt like um, good good singer at karaoke. Uh but but annoying like Leia Michelle energy, like knowing yes. she's a good singer, which I really hate people like that. Even though Musical I am... Theater Majors. Yeah. Musical theater majors. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. They were fine. I actually thought the best singer was the Shakira looking girl, the fifty five year old, and Ryan.
3: What's yes. her name? Oh my god, I I was so bummed when they did the yeah. thing where they moved the mic stand around and they Yeah, she was amazing. The pussycat doll. What's her uh, name?
5: She was amazing? She was fine.
3: Natasha she was good. She had a
5: big voice. Yeah, I'm not saying she was a bad. Like, listen, I, I, she was obviously very good. But I,
3: never, Rudy and Matt were my never Rudy really. And Matt were I my never team. really
5: enjoyed watching them, and maybe it's because it's an odd combination. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Trevor and Jamie, I couldn't be more bored of them performing <laughs> ever.
3: When I realized uh, that we had a second song to get through, uh, I just thought. Are you freaking – like, are you kidding me? Like, there's another one. I I very much – I was very sorry to – even if Rudy and Matt weren't going to win because, like, they weren't in love enough, I would have been so happy for a fun performance. Yeah, there was a lack
5: of chemistry, and they're both, like, really good at singing, but there's nothing – and again, I say this sucking, but there was nothing special about their ability. You didn't stop and go, wow. And, like, I don't watch a lot of music competition shows, but, again, like, I – I watched when, when Bree and Chris would perform or Matt and Rudy perform. I tend to watch those performances twice and I would fast really? forward through Trevor and Jamie. You
4: yeah. know, you have to also think that for this show, when they were casting it, like people who are super hot, who are unbelievably talented, are not going to go on a dating show. They're going to go on The Voice or American Idol. So right. this is sort of already like second tier singers, performers who are like, you know, they kind of have to couple up to make it on. I don't know. I feel like. That's a good point. I don't know. I
5: don't know the casting process of other shows, but knowing reality TV and how they cast, my guess is just like everything else, Mm -hmm. uh, there's various degrees of, of why they cast, right? So even on American Idol or The Voice, right? They're... You, you don't, you're not looking, f- everyone doesn't have to be amazing. Some people have to have stories. So mm. I would actually kind of disagree with you that some of the most talented, best looking people aren't always ending up on American Idol and The Voice because like, that's not always good TV. You need like a level of like, variety and some people might not have a good story and things like that. So like, you know, I don't know if like it did. I don't think we're necessarily getting the B team per uh, se. Fair
4: enough. I don't know if a lot of the people though from this season, Arden would have ended up on an Idol, other than like Trevor and uh, Fake Shakira, who I thought was really good.
3: Natasha. Natasha. Natasha.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I
3: bet you Ryan might have been able to. You don't think Ryan Rudy has
4: could have? Edward Scissorhands. What?
3: Right. Yeah. Um, Rudy might have been able to. Rudy might have been able to. Yeah, Rudy did. Rudy- was um, the, yeah. the, the, bru- the most brutal moment for me was in the car when Jamie, and, when Jamie and Trevor were seeing each other and she was like, your voice is so se- sexy. And then she le- leaned in his face and went like, Hah. like she like yeah. breathed like right in his face. It was so. It was so bad.
6: Oh it was almost a, like
3: musical theater major. It was like <sighs> I just thought if anybody <laughs> ever did that to me, I, I would just I would just barrel roll out of the car. Even if I was you know going like full speed up like the four hundred five, I, I would just I would just I would just open the door and bail. Yeah, t- listen,
5: there is no doubt in my mind that like again, like Jamie's pretty, she's sweet, she's talented and she's just young enough on that show to be like just so fucking excited about everything and yeah. trevor was simply just trying to survive the show yeah he was just like just fucking power through man be nice just get through this we'll we'll break up with her down the road and again like that's not nothing against jamie they're just it just wasn't like there was not a lot of chemistry and and jamie's a total babe so like that was totally yeah. fine for like trevor to you know fake it till he made it
3: you have confirmation that they're broken up
5: uh yes i okay. I mean, I don't know like who people get back together, but I was told Trevor broke up with Jamie. Wow. Okay. Great.
3: Um, okay so then, uh, so then they did their thing. People really liked it, and then um, you know, Rita Wilson was feeling it. Rita Wilson was all over it. She wanted babies to be made. There was so much talk about babies being made that made me so uncomfortable. And by the way, so people kept texting Anna. Weren't you saying this was filmed? It made me so uncomfortable. I didn't even realize, but Lori was texting us. This was filmed like right around, right before I think Rita got COVID. Is they it terrible COVID to point on out? on
4: March 11th, 11th. It was
3: announced. Yeah. yeah. When this was, was this filmed, filmed? at
7: the end of February, I think. I'm not
3: 100% sure. I'm sure that's okay. That's a good enough. I mean, I think they got it in Australia,
4: but yeah. I know people were,
3: a lot of people were tweeting us about that. I mean, I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it was fine. I mean, everybody else was fine. Um, so then we – so then we have Chris and Brie and I have to say I thought that second song was so beautiful, that one that they closed with, with the backup. I mean they were – they were so good. Their voices are so good. It's boring but it's, it's – they were grounded. I felt like they did a really good job even after they had a terrible rehearsal. Um, I don't know. We, uh, Anna, uh, what did you think?
7: Uh, of their sorry, of, sorry. I like just started having realizations. of it takes two weeks for your symptoms to arise, I saw I just, something I on your face. Spiraling. I was like, I
3: actually saw something happening. That's on, quite honestly, I saw you going somewhere, and I thought yeah. my friend's in trouble. So I was sort I'm of sorry. sending you a fishing line, bringing you back to earth. I did actually see you rocket out of your chair. Just I, 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 you, there was this
7: happening. Oh, I started to be like two weeks, March 11th, and then I was like, all the like oh, numbers, so and I was being like, well, Were you about when to take your own? <laughs> Do you need to take your temperature and our <laughs> where were you two weeks ago um, uh no i don't know uh so whose rehearsal were you asking about sorry i'm not asking what's about
3: the performance? Oh. Oh, the performance the
7: chris and brie and oh, how great okay. they did i thought brie was so stiff i wasn't like i thought brie's performances in the past were better like that didn't like i wasn't like wow beautiful great like she seemed so stiff like her body wouldn't move Jewel and they even pointed doing that
3: much. out. Our 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 treasure jewel pointed that out. Jewel was yeah. like, your face is expressive and your body is like a, a rag doll. Uh, Nick,
5: I honestly just kind of thought, and again, I enjoyed him. I did watch him twice, but they it was the same performance every time. We were, really yeah. They just like Jane, uh, Bree looks up, Chris looks down. They stand yeah. about six inches apart. Yeah. They don't really move. There's almost no energy, and they yeah. just like sing like they're falling in love. And that was like their yeah. that was like their stick, right? And it worked. Yeah. Like it was it certainly works. you know it was fine. But I guess I couldn't really tell a difference. It was all kind of the same to me. Which also it was good. It was you know it
3: was. Re- I watching them and I, I and then when when they won and watching them drive off, I thought part of me thought. I hope they're together forever. I feel like they will never have sex and that'll be no. fine. And no. they'll just sing at each other and be in love and like be so happy and that'll be fine. They're like, going to the have
4: the Burton Ernie treatment. Nothing wrong with that. Separate twin yeah. bees. Um, I love Lucy Yay. style. Uh, something we did not mention about her, which I think is important. Two things. One is um, – that when they were announcing the judges, one of whom was Tay Diggs, which we didn't bring up. We brought the other judges up, but we. Did I did mention- say
3: Tay Diggs with with Jewel, and and when Chris, yeah, go. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you say it. Say it. Say it. With how Chris said he. No, you say it. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're going to say. Please go. Um, no, I'm going to let you do it. I'll let you say your. I don't statement. know what, you I don't know what you're going to say. Up. Anyway, okay. Just- so Tay Tay Diggs, who's so. Freaking
4: hot! He's gorgeous. Um, covered in fedoras, like not enough. Fedora. It's like how there's a toilet paper shortage. Anywhere Tate Diggs goes, fedoras are sold out. Like he just has every single one in his possession. But um, the way that she clapped when they introduced Rita Wilson, I didn't think that the contestants knew any of the judges. They were like, lived in a van. Who? Like the second he goes, she lived in a van. I was like, oh, it's Jewel. They were like, yeah. what? She lives yeah. in a van. And then when they brought they were like, okay. But the way that, um, that she clapped, that Brie clapped, which I posted on Instagram, I have, other than Brendan Fraser, have never seen anyone clap like this. I know this isn't a visual podcast, but it was like a wide-fingered seal. Did you see how she clapped?
3: No, I'll going to go back and watch are it. Are we not I teaching children
4: how to clap? Do Gen um, Zers not know how to properly clap is my question.
3: I think Gen Zers might not know how to clap.
4: Okay. That's my whole thing. I actually didn't even know they sung two songs. That's how boring they were. And I think by the time the show was done, I was so checked out, truly, like, sleeping Elmo eyes, goodnight and good luck. Like, I just, at that point, didn't care. And I agree with you, Arden. They'll never sleep together. No. Love. Kids will magically appear. Um, I, uh, and they're going to live a wonderful life.
5: I feel. Nick, you think
4: they're,
3: they're going to get at it?
5: No. I mean, listen, you guys are probably right. I, I think Thank Chris you. is who we saw. But I'm not totally convinced that – like, listen, I don't think it's true. But if someone, like, said, by the way, Bree's a closet freak, I would have no problem oh. believing that.
3: She a freak. I would be Look happy. Makeup. I would be yeah. – the makeup. The makeup. Yeah. I was actually watching and going, well, they don't even get makeup at the finale. Like, I they know. still have to do their I own had, makeup.
5: I just had a former, former Mormon on my podcast <gasps> call me up who got married at 19 And has been married for seven years, and she is like, I need to like have sex with other men, and like, and no shame, but like, there's a, there's a closet, like, I, I, I've, I've left the church, and and now I need to live, baby, and uh, yeah. I. Uh, oh, that would
3: be so. I, ho- I hope yeah. that's coming. I would yeah. be so happy for her. Rum Springa, so, baby. That's the I don't, I don't see. I don't see that
5: Brina. in Chris. I don't see that in Chris. I think no. he's always. I think he no. kind of sings and has sex and like kind of does everything at the exact same speed.
3: Yeah. All right. it's going to be very gentlemanly, very, very sweet. De- yeah, very sweet. He'll respectful. hit the high notes, you
5: know. He'll do.
3: Oh my god, that was a thing. It was also like after Trevor tried to falsetto, which was fine, but then like when Chris did it, it's like it was sort of. I will say, it 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 was definitely like okay, this is how it's done. I mean, yeah. it was he his voice is so beautiful. Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, overall, I have to say, I did end up enjoying the show. I know Michelle, you didn't like it. I I felt that. I'm glad it wasn't a 12-week show. I did enjoy Same. it as a six-week show. And as
4: a one-night, two-hour show, not a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like, no,
3: yes, agree I, totally.
4: Yeah. They, uh,
5: they they lacked anchors, like familiar faces, and it was like, it took too long to kind of get invested in the characters, and then, you know, no one fought. Like, they was, they're all like, Right, Natasha pleasant.
3: was the Natasha was the big villain, and it wasn't even. It, it, it really wasn't villain. even. Again, yeah,
5: it seemed forced. Like this strange girl walks in, And be like, "I know a girl who knows you who said some yeah. things I can't totally like." But but fuck it, you know, I'm not. Yeah. A, it's like, okay, that seems weird, but yeah, um, it was
3: small. Um, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back. We'll do our tweet of the week.
6: Bone zone.
3: Let's get in the bone zone, guys.
8: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts,
3: and we're back, you guys. What a journey we've all been on. What a joy. Nick, did you enjoy the show overall?
5: I thought it was fine. I mean, I I know a ton of people didn't watch it. It was it was a bachelor show, and bachelor shows are are all pretty. Uh, I don't think they were great, but I honestly, it was one of those things where like if. I think everyone's streaming now. Like it, it actually mm. uh, came out on, I think, at a bad time. I think people are not kind of, you know, everyone's schedules different. They're not like setting their dial to watch, um, right. and you know, the water cooler talk going to work and like talking about it. Like if if I think if Listen to Your Heart was on Netflix, it would have killed because it would have been like, oh, a reality TV show that I can stream. Right. Bam! Like everyone right, would have watched it. Right? Like mm. um, I don't think Too Hot to Handle that I didn't finish was like that amazing but it was like why not I have nothing better to do and I can just stream it all so I thought it was a totally fine was, show I wasn't the best bachelor show I've ever seen but like I didn't have a hard time watching it that's for sure
3: yeah, I enjoyed it once. I liked it once the music got started and, and per, it, particularly when we had Rudy and Matt and when Natasha and Ryan were there I thought It was fun to see the music part.
5: I enjoyed the music. It was my favorite part. And I'm someone who doesn't watch a lot of those shows, you know. Yeah, I uh, would
3: watch it again.
4: I think Nick talked me into liking it just now. I was really like, ugh, whatever. And you just said some stuff. And I was like, yeah, it was better than Too Hot to Handle. Wait a minute. Thanks, Nick. Yeah,
5: no no (laughs) problem. I enjoyed it. I think think there's a level of expectation. Like it was one of those things in Bachelor Nation. They put out great TV. There's a certain level of quality expectation. They tried something new. People are resistant to change. It was like staying in your lane. You guys don't do music. You do love, right? And so, you know, I think there's a little bit of resistance, and then you don't have a ton of people who are like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't need to watch this, you know? Like, I'll watch Too Hot to Handle. It's on Netflix. I'm like, I'm not, I don't, like, I'm. I don't need to make sure I DVR too hot to handle. And I certainly don't need to make sure I'm sitting in front of my couch at 8 p.m. Eastern, you know, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And it was like, there was also like no characters, no anchor. Like if they, if Jed wasn't in a like if they got Jed to show up on that show, like everyone would have been like, Ooh, let's, let's see how this could go. Right. There was mm-hmm. no like curiosity. It was all these new people and it was kind of funny to like hear Matt not know who Curtis Harrison is, but quite honestly, Chris Harrison is the man and we want people to know who Chris Harrison is. We want people to come in being like, "Oh my god, like I'm losing my mind." And like, you know, Matt was like too level-headed. Um which is he makes him a nice guy, but uh, you know, maybe not the most compelling TV.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Eventually, once we got rolling, we started. I did start to enjoy it, and I did enjoy the. Uh, I liked the music. I did like the. I would watch it again if it comes back. I would. I would totally watch I, it again. I'm
5: really curious because I don't think the ratings did well enough to suggest they would pick it up again. But it's also one yeah. of those things like, how is it reviewed? Like it's some, It's a weird time to measure the, the success. Yeah. Like how it's, How do you measure this? All network televisions down. So. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But yes, I, uh, I, did not, I did not feel like it was a chore to watch.
3: No, me neither. I didn't love the first ones, but then it got going. And once the music got more involved, I thought it was really fun. Um, will you guys help us pick a tweet of the week? Yeah. Sure. Um, okay. Our first tweet is from Lauren Jean Johnson at World Words by LJ. Um, Making music with you and getting to know you would have been so incredible. Bruh, that is literally the show. You could have just done one more time, just like a couple more days. And then she has Uh an Obama photo. There we go. Uh Number two, Cheyenne Constant at Trixie Firecracker. If they have not found 30 men for Claire by now, it might be time to throw in the towel and put in a good word for her at Love is Blind. (laughs) That's funny. She would do well there, I feel like. Yeah. Jizzy Lizzy at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Matt is clearly here for the right reasons and it's lame as fuck.
5: <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, that's a lot, uh, that's it's kind of a meta tweet.
3: Um, Jizzy Lizzy, here's another one at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. So they basically just smashed two reality shows together that have nothing to do with each other. American Idol and The Bachelor. What's next? Drag Storage Wars? And then somebody replied, I'd rather watch that.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <gosh. laughs> do you know how much right? storage
4: they need for those gowns? That's like a, you're talking three, 400 a month. Dude, drag uh, no storage
3: wars would be fantastic.
4: Yeah, we'd watch the shit out of that. Absolutely. <laughs> or
3: if you have to make your outfit from the shit that you find in the storage unit, like you, get, you buy the container and oh, then you genius. have to make your persona out of what you get there and then from, do a like, show. like an old
4: will, like your, like, Pappy's will.
3: <laughs> 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 Whatever they find in there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see, Aaron, at, this is the, this one is Aaron, watching Rita Wilson leaning in to talk to the other judges knowing this was filmed on February 13th is almost as cringy as hearing Chris Harrison confirm for Caitlin that he did give the couples permission to fuck last night.
6: <laughs>
3: um, okay, and then the last one, Aaron, at this one is Aaron. Brie and Chris, your performance was great and you guys are objectively better singers. But unless we can confirm that you have had sexual intercourse, we just don't feel comfortable letting you win this singing competition. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty salad.: All right. I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to go with – narrowing it down to two – two um I, i'm gonna narrow it down to two i will say jizzy lizzie and jizzy lizzie raps matt is clearly here for the right reasons and it's lame as fuck and I agree
5: agree
3: i'm gonna go should we do love is blind or storage Wars? which one for number two storage michelle is funny do Storage. okay first. storage is okay.
5: funny but it's the rebuttal that makes it funny
3: Okay, so then we'll do we'll do these together. This is a duo. Got so it. she's going up against herself. Jizzy Lizzy at Jizzy Lizzy raps. So they basically just smashed two reality shows that have nothing to do with each other together. American Idol and The Bachelor. What's next? Drag storage wars and Air Rekka replied, I'd rather watch that. Drag storage wars or um, drag storage wars or Here for the Right Reasons, lame as fuck, Nick. Uh,
5: here for the Right Reasons, lame as fuck
3: okay i'm gonna let michelle be the final picker i'll do drag storage wars Anna, <sighs> i'm gonna go with lame as fuck okay katie lame as fuck or drag storage wars
7: lame as fuck
3: all right well then what would you have picked michelle
4: well, I guess my vote is completely meaningless now that I'm going last, but uh, let's just do lame <laughs> as fuck. That's fine. That's
3: okay. Fine. Lizzie, J- Jizzy Lizzie wins. Edges and Lizzie wraps. Matt is clearly here for the right reasons and is lame as fuck. You guys can like us on iTunes leave us a review. Here's some great reviews. There were so many awesome reviews last week. I asked for reviews and I asked you to put them in words and I said I would read them. And you know what? I'm going to honor that commitment and hang tight. Buckle up buttercup because you guys, you, you few of you left them and we love it we are here for it we want greedy little more 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 we love it so here we go our first one that i'm going to read is uh from nikki bethy 87 new listener alert five stars hey arden i started listening this week after hearing your recap on the vial files you're so funny so i just had to check you out well thank you so much you are hysterical, and I cannot wait until next week. I think Matt and Rudy will win, but break up when the tour starts. Also, one hundred percent, Jamie must be someone's niece. She can't not be with the airtime she is getting. I'm going to catch up on your Juan Pablo season because that is the craziest season. Also, agree you should start recapping Bravo shows. Below deck med and sailing yacht is a personal favorite of mine and my husband's. Keep up the amazing work. Your podcast is going to be uh, definitely be a weekly weekly listen. Nikki at the 87, welcome to The Fold. We're so glad you're here, and thank you so much for leaving us a review. We also have five stars. Love, love, love. Hey, guess what, Tana? This is from Tana1957104. I love this podcast. Whenever I'm having a down day, I think about the episode when Arden impersonates Peter when he clearly got his infected wound bonked by Sydney. Ah! Ah! It never fails to make me laugh. Also, my real name is Tana. And every time Tana is on the podcast, I feel extra special. You go, Tana. Represent us crazy as well. Tana, how does that make you feel? That's
7: amazing. I have a Tana sister out there.
3: That is so good. (laughs) And she's psyched that you're the one representing her. So Tana in the house. Shout out Tana's. Shout out for the Tannas. Then we have Five Stars. Can't believe it took me this long by Hollies. I am ashamed that it somehow took Nick Vial to inform me of this podcast. Sorry, Nick. And thank you, Nick. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. We love him so. And that's why he's virtually sitting with us here right now. And here's another one we got. Five stars from Doug Gall. This podcast is Bachelor of the Year every year. Well, that is so sweet. Let's see. My wife brought me into the Bachelor fold. And this podcast keeps me here, even after the infuriating Peter season or the snooze fest of Ari. I like that Arden and the gang are one of my highlights of my week and the only Bachelor podcast I listen to. Well, Doug, thank you so much for listening. We have two more. This is five stars. The reason I watch Bachelor. This is from MKS Gal eighty nine. This podcast might be the reason I watch The Bachelor. Now I take so much pride when I hear you and the Gay Sync sing- Gang say something that I said too. And while I love all the guests. And Arden, Jerry Trainer has become my favorite reluctant candidate to listen to. His points of views are spot on. Well, you'll be happy to know he will be back next week breaking down Juan Pablo's season with us, and we'll see if he's still on board with Juan Pablo. Anna, Katie, what a joy is Jerry Trainer! I just mailed him a uh, Rookie of the Year t-shirt, and he's been wearing it with pride. How Don't you love Jerry?
7: He's, he's great. I love how into it he is.
3: Yes, so for someone new, he really just fell in love with the. With I the feel whole like thing. we might have to have like a rookie rookie show when they do that. We maybe have to have like um, Beverly D'Angelo and Jerry on, or or Debbie and Jerry on an episode together, which would be fun our former rookies. All right. And finally, five stars. Love Arden and the team by Mandy is dandy. I can't get enough of the bachelor and I'm so glad that I stumbled across this podcast. Everyone cracks me up and I constantly find myself laughing either uncontrollably or in disbelief. I love Arden so much. I never thought to watch Insatiable until I listened to this podcast. i binge both seasons in a week. I want a petition to get it back. Please do point of all this. Everything Arden touches is gold or roses or just hilarious and heart Warming. Thank you for everything you all do. Manny, that makes me feel so happy. That warms the cockles of my heart. Thank you so much. it really means a lot to me and and that's why we do this. Don't we have the best listeners? I say that every week and I know it sounds by rote, but like I it really means a lot, particularly in quarantine. It's like it's so sweet just to have strangers reach out. It's nice that it it touches people's days. I think they're great. They are the funnest
7: listeners. We have the most fun listeners. We really do.
3: Passionate. Here's an email that we got. Uh, Anna, this this one makes me so happy. This one reminds me of JJ. This is from Aww. TR Proper. I'm sad to say that it took me – the subject line is new fan. I'm sad to say it took me until about halfway through Peter's season before I just ever discovered your podcast. And when I did, I loved it so much I started listening every week thinking, what have I been missing? Honestly, your podcast adds a whole new dynamic and level of fun to watching The Bachelor. I started waiting anxiously to watch each new episode and then listen to your podcast as soon as it was – posted your show is so fun I love all the people you bring on and I laugh so much this is what really warmed my heart I'm a single mom empty nester of all daughters and we all have big personalities so I'm used to having a lot of fun filled hilarious conversations every day of life until all my kids grew up and moved away so when the quarantine started and you started reviewing Juan Pablo's season I thought why not I'm now isolated at home anyway so I watched the whole season and I can't wait until you go back to it it feels like having a friend over to visit and that conversation and laughter fills My living room once again I temporarily stopped Listening to the podcast When you changed over To listen to your heart She wasn't interested Spoiler alert That was a mistake Anyway However tonight I decided to listen Into your latest podcast Even though I hadn't watched it It was the one with Nikki Glaser Happy happy busy busy A.K.A. Give yourself a PP lol I missed your podcast so much That I decided That I decided to listen Even when I didn't watch The show would be fun And you didn't disappoint I didn't even know The people you were talking about And I just laughed And had so much fun Now you convinced me To go back and watch Listen to your heart so i can listen to all the podcasts i miss lol just wanted to show you've made my emptiness quarantine time a lot more fun tr proper that warms my heart welcome in honey bunny welcome to the crazy train we are so <laughs> glad you're we're all in this together honey anna how sweet is that
7: that was really nice it's so nice I, was she sounds
3: people- like a great mom i bet your daughters yeah. love you you sound like a blast so anybody out there that's all by themselves or you know d- needs a laugh, thank you so much. And again, you can email us at rosepodcast at gmail Nick, where can people find you? What would you like to promote?
5: Uh, you just uh, find me on Instagram at uh, nick vial or uh, check me out on the Vial Files at anywhere you can find a podcast.
3: Miss Michelle,
4: um, you can follow me on Instagram at mishcall. call. And Wednesday nights, I'm hosting uh, for Lifetime. These Married at First Sight chats on their Instagram Live, so I'm very excited because I love Married at First Sight. I don't know if you guys watch, but it's. Do you watch it, Arden?
3: No, but i bet (gasps) It's it's so up my alley. I'm gonna write that down. It's really the
4: best. I'm not saying that because they're paying me. In fact, I think they're paying me because they've said that. To be honest, so that's starting. uh, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, Wednesday
3: night.
4: After the new episode, it's starting at nine, so you can go to their Instagram and watch.
3: That's on Lifetime. Okay, um, you guys can uh, follow me on Instagram at Marine A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. Pre-order my book, Little Miss Little Compton, available wherever books are sold. If you email in your receipt to rosepodcast at gmail.com, we're going to be giving some book giveaways of signed copies of the book and a bunch of t-shirts and whatnot. And next week, we're going to be going back to the Breaking Down the Juan Pablo episodes. So you can check in on that. Anna, Katie, where can they find you? I'm KT underscore money. And I know we mentioned having a guest host from uh, our listeners. We've decided to do it. We're going to have you guys break down one of the episodes when they do the 10 episodes uh, where they do all in one night. We'll have guest listeners that we will pick. So submit yourselves. You're going to break down the Juan Pablo episode with us. So that's what we're going to do. And that'll be fun. I know. Um, Okay. You guys... Nick, Michelle, thank you so much for closing out the season with us. Nick, it's welcome to the podcast. Yeah, it was such a joy to have you here. Thank you so much <gasps> for having me. So, was this Nick's this first time? This oh is God. Nick's first time. I didn't know this that. That's fun. Yes. I thought you guys would be a fun combo. I had yeah. on
5: twice before she asked me.
3: Well, I got oh, shy. Shit. I got shy. It's
5: totally fine. <laughs> Although the first time I had her on, then like COVID like hit like right after.
3: You were like the last person I saw same, same except for my own. I saw you and then I did my podcast here and I saw Paget Brewster and Rob Benedict and that and then that was, <laughs> was, you was were, like, the la- you're the second batch of the last people I saw. Ew. That was scary because
4: so I got coronavirus and immediately saw Paget Brewster. That's so weird. Like what are did the you? odds of that? Well, I had the virus, but no, I did not see Paget Brewster, and also I, I remember confer. you were saying that you thought you had it. I got so, it from Angie Cohen on March 11th, but we can move on. That's, I mean, at least maybe you have the antibodies. That's good. Oh, best way to get it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, uh, I'm pretty guys, sure, sure I you. had it.
5: I didn't take a test, and I took the antibody test and tested negative. But then was told really? that, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean I didn't have it. So I don't fucking know.
3: <gasps> oh, guys, what a world! What a yeah. world! Hide in your houses and just watch garb, garbage. Um, you guys stay safe. Thank you so much for doing it. We appreciate you. Please Thank come you. back. Thank you. Nick, okay. great bye. seeing you. Bye, r Bye you bye. Too. Bye-bye. Bye Oh, yeah. i are going to get all up
6: in you tonight. I feel so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this role? Will you accept this role?
3: This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in LA, and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives.